Welcome to the Guys Weekend Podcast. I am Josh Tenney, along with, as always, the stud of all studs, the uh, green machine, Brandon Parks. You, yeah, you. Yeah. We're here with a uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. First-time caller. He's been mentioned uh, many a time on the podcast. He's here today for our first ever live, I guess you could call it live, video podcast. What a time to be alive. Oh, yeah. So, here we are. By the way, uh, oh, shameless plug. You're trying to get sponsored by your own podcast now. Hey, why not? Hey, we're out here. Right. Trying to get a motherfucking scholarship. In case anybody didn't notice, Brandon almost has to throw his beard over his shoulder to to get a good picture. Chuck's is there, though. He's there. Drink beer. I had a wedding. Kids. uh, I wanted to clean up a little bit. I like it. Hey, he's presentable. Uh, He's on camera. I like it. (laughs) By the way, you notice the green screen. Josh's editing skills are going to put me, I don't know, maybe on an island. An island in the sun or whatever the song says. We'll see. Knowing you, you'll probably just end up in a dark, dank bar somewhere. That'd be cool. Like an old tavern setting or maybe like some, like a pile of beer cans, trailer park boy style. That'd be cool. Are we still talking about the green screen? Uh... (laughs) Well, I wasn't going to mention that's what I did on Friday, but right, cat's out of the bag now. I'm thinking like a, I don't know, like a, like pallets of bush lights around you. I like it. It could be all in here. Also, uh, for those of the, you that tuned into the Twitch stream, uh, you can no longer see the P window, which is <laughs> right here. That's where my wiener was uh, yesterday, which is why I had to throw my little, uh, I have it here, my... PP shield. His wee-wee. Yeah, so now I can go pee while we're streaming straight out the window, and I don't have to worry about anything but the neighbors. But Off they can't the crusty see rag that he's going to throw over the webcam there. Uh, that one's clean. I don't know what that's, it's up here for. That's not his dap-dap brag. Right. Yeah, that's not my winky wiper, as it was as it was coined. So Nice. Alright, so we're just testing this out this week. Uh, trying to get a little fancy. You know, uh, so I think the big news from this weekend is uh, Conor McGregor breaking his leg right as wow. the right as my the first round comes to an end. Uh, I would go out on a limb to say that Chuck is our in-house resident for anything MMA, UFC, man-on-man uh, <laughs> content. So he knows better off than I. We've watched a few fights together. We actually met the first time we met. Uh, it was actually through Drinking Bros. He sent me a picture. I sent him one bag. <laughs> nothing nothing weird, but um, very tasteful. Uh, it's all artsy with him. It's nice. Lighting quick, was great. Uh, Quality was good. Quick caveat off that tiny story there. Uh, I used to wear the old um, the Peaky hat all the time, and Sam and I just got in the Peaky Blinders. Sponsors. So I did just get my first uh, Boskin Scully Peaky yeah. Also, I, uh, I know we talked about it. I'm glad I went with the three X. I uh, yeah, yep. I don't know if my melons got a little bigger, but the the three X is definitely the way to go. So you tried mine on and Boston it uh, it it worked well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. Um, but yeah, so we originally oh shit, yeah. See, we're learning here. So I'm I'm trying to read my uh, my gain settings here, whether I'm coming through loud enough. It's not showing me loud at all, but we're going to roll with it, see what happens. 
Uh, so we met through the Drinking Bros. We came over uh, after my wife's Christmas party. And I don't remember who was fighting that evening. But that was the first time we rolled over to the house. Showed up in dress pants, dress shoes, button-down shirt. Last time you seen me in that was probably uh, Mark's wedding, I think. Cooler full of beer. Sat on the cheater couch. R.I.P. cheater couch. Pour one out for that. Uh, not tonight. Um, Drinking the good stuff. Well, yeah. So, yeah. So, we've, we've watched fights at Chuck's house. Like I mentioned earlier, Chuck... Chuck has a Chuck's dad has a job, so he's able to afford the pay per views, which is nice. Uh, I like the mooch; that's fine with me. I'll bring the beer. Yeah, and Chuck's favorite, which is smoked sausage balls. Yeah, so, oh yeah, anything smoked meat. <laughs> and then he, and then will take anything off the smoker or the grill too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I I think I may be the only person in the history of the world that is not a fan of smoked meat, yeah. brisket, and pulled pork. Ribs, I'm good with. Anything else, I'll pass on. Yeah, he he did. He was not a sausage ball fan. He ate Tyson's meatballs though. They're um, good. They're good. You put no, down, Tyson, uh, Tyson's balls are fabulous. Well, awfully salty. I do remember well, that. The the cheese content was. But yeah, no. Thick. This was a this was a good weekend for the the fights. I know. <clears throat> first weekend back in Vegas with full. Full crowd capacity. You could definitely tell the fighters were juiced up. Um, it was our first hosting party uh, for the fights back, and I missed it. Totally missed it. Uh, watch them on your phone at you know one a.m. in the bedroom. Not the same as having a house full of folk, you know. Uh, and as much as people, you know, love to hate him when Conor McGregor fights, he just brings a buzz that currently not really anybody else can bring so that was definitely fun to have it back to being alive in the house see i, lo- I love mcgregor so i've said oh, I before too. on previous previous podcasts i'm i'm a huge wrestling fan and he's like to me he's like the rick flair of mma right now yeah yeah, yeah exactly and he like he just he, he talks shit sells tickets sells pay-per-views well, and I think the good guy approach is good for your, you know, your football quarterback or your, you know, NBA point guard. Not everybody wants to see the good Christian Holly Holm. You know, some people, when you're punching people in the face and kicking their heads off their neck, you know, sometimes it's good to have a bad guy to either root for or root against. But either way, I mean, you can't deny he's a polarizing figure. Oh, exactly. Like so, he. He he comes off we like he fight he still fights with a with a chip on his shoulder too is what I what I like about him too, um, and he's he's always he's always got something something to say like he's he's like an in person troll like oh, he'll yeah. just troll you like to your face. Well, can you crazy. imagine have your tibia snapped in half and still? Talk you know, shit. Like just bring the camera. Over, did he? Know? Did he say something about about uh, homeboy's wife? Oh yeah, he was said, what... uh, "You know, control your hoe." She's in yeah. my DMs oh. talking about come find me after the fights. Yes, um, I like it. I like I it, man. It's it is. But what a, what a fucking what an odd thing to happen though. Like going into this, you know, I love the showmanship. I love the fact that he's a loud mouth motherfucker, and that he just that, 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 that's part of his job, right? That's 40% of what he needs to do. 60% is he needs to show up, he needs to fight, he needs to win, or put up some type of a fight and some type of contention to put on a show. 40% of it is showmanship, just like the whole like GSP Josh Koscheck thing. 
you know, back in the day, that's what got me into it. GSP was my favorite fighter for many a year before he retired and grew hair back, which is wild to me. <laughs> um, but Josh Koscheck ran his fucking mouth for months leading up to this. And the GSP just rocked his whole fucking world. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know what? Fuck that guy. And then I realized, that. but they were just, they were buddies. And I'm like, well, that's well, super that too. trash. But I get it. Like, I get it. It's, I like to see, I like that. I like, the, I like the cocky showboatingness and it's, it's, fucking awesome look at the the crowd of people that he represents too i mean when you think the irish you don't think of the oh the humble you know especially nowadays you think the loud <laughs> yeah. the brash you know the up in your face the yep. boston oh. uh the yep. whole persona and, and he brought it all instantly i like it how From about the chick one, this yeah. weekend who was the who was the brunette uh they, they took a screenshot of her with, with a bloody fucking face sticking her tongue out Sticking her tongue. Can't remember her name. She it, fought this I, weekend. I'm pretty sure it was this weekend. Uh, there was a on the main card. There was two, I think, uh, female bantamweights. I don't know their names. The we don't have our moderator. A with Mexican Mike fighter. Moderator. One was a Russian fighter. And Dude, she was I a beast. Like I, I seen the I seen the picture, and it was a fellow UFC fighter um, or an MMA fighter that was there, and he said, "Hey, they said that she lost." Apparently, and they said, you know, you can say what you want, you can shit talk all you want, but she went out there and she just she just took the beating and she didn't stop. Like she just came out and she was just like, "Yeah, I'm here to just fucking knock your socks off." And it all right, was, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher them, but it's Irena Aldana and I Yana Kutsukenya. Kutsukenya, yeah, okay. So it sounds right. Yeah, it was pretty close. Oh, I don't know if you watched her, but she was one of them. Uh, you want a young check type every time she throw a punch, it's a, yeah, yeah. You know, she could oh, do the yeah. ATS slap and she's still, yeah. Which to me, she's helping out the Serena, the I'm intimidated by that. Uh, guy, guy screams when he, when she's swinging the racket, right? Oh yeah. 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 Like your sister playing volleyball, Josh. Um, very vocal, very loud. Ah. But no, ah. that's, yeah. It, it almost yeah. sucks for everybody else in that card that Connor broke his leg because I mean, from even the undercards, it was such a good night for fights. I mean, there wasn't that's what I heard. Not one boring night. What were we talking about that yesterday? Uh, when you joined us on the hashtag shameless plug guys weekend podcast gaming Twitch Twitch channel. By the oh, way, yeah. uh, Charles also has his Twitch channel set up today. We just went over the uh, the little tidbits that needed to be up there. So we're we're, we're growing a clan, a cluster, if you will. Not it's. Claim whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy with a C, C, C word there, bud. This ain't the early uh, 2000s. We can't be throwing clan around anymore when we're right. playing video games. Uh, so it was what? Sugar Shane was the guy that took the beat down and, and Big Herb stopped it? Uh, or he was putting the beat down. Right fight, wrong. So Sean O'Malley, um, up and coming star, multiple viral stoppages and knockouts. Um, lots of people say his next best thing, young. Uh, very flamboyant. Oh, like this this weekend, he had the pearlescent colored hair and cornrows. Um, Solid. But he fought a guy that took the fight on, I've heard anything from nine to 11 days notice. And it was a, it was a beat down. But, you know, it's a 15 round fight. The guy put his hands up like this and didn't take one step back for 14 and a half minutes. And uh, so a lot of people were pissed that he stopped it with 30 seconds left. But, man, he, he saved the kid because it was about to get ugly. 
But. I mean, good for that guy, I guess. I mean, you're stepping in and you're looking. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah you're, you're definitely you're definitely taking that, not to make a name for yourself, because it's, it's almost like you, you know, you, you don't have a chance in hell of winning. Maybe you do. It, it's well slim to none. But at that point, you're going for a payday. And I mean. And, and for your first fight in the UFC, I mean, I've never I've never fought MMA, but I can only imagine your first fight in a big, you know, a big promotion like that. To be thrown into the first live show back in Vegas, to be on the main pay-per-view card. Oh, and by the way, you're fighting one of the stud up-and-comers. Oh, by the way, Conor McGregor's the freaking headliner. I mean, I'll that enough there is to literally shit your pants and then be like, all right, I guess it's go time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I I think to me that would be more enticing. It's like, well, cool, I get to I get to jump in on this when it's like, oh yeah, people are gonna remember this. Like they're gonna they're gonna remember this, you know. 30 second stoppages and they're, you know, just getting my shit rocked. Dude, I, but at the same time, cool as fuck. I woke up uh, Sunday morning and one of the best memes, it's got Randy from South Park where he's all beat up and he goes, I didn't hear no fucking bell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I seen uh, Bardock Obama, which is a page I follow on Facebook. Mm-hmm. As soon as Connor broke his leg, they, uh, they cropped a picture of one of the fish from SpongeBob. Right. On his head, just screaming. And I'm like, uh, stays undefeated. Now, what do you think? Had he not broken his leg, do you think he could have gone the distance? I don't think he would have. I, I still think Dustin was winning either way. Uh, Connor fan, but so I've said this since I've started. Wa- oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. I've I've said this almost every Connor fight, and any of my close friends will know. I, you know I've been called a Connor nut rider and and all this shit. Uh, I've I've tailored it back recently, but. I've always said I want Connor to win, but I would always bet against him just because I know he comes out crazy fast, puts everything in it for the first round, looks awesome. But then as much as he puts on Instagram and all that shit, his cardio is horrible. So by round two, I mean, his, his stocks go from, all right, you know, a favorite to now it's a draw. By round three, he's, he's probably, I mean, I wouldn't. I would never take Connor in a third round decision or something like that. So it's a nice I mean, uh, motto that you try to get things done as quickly as possible. Oh yeah, especially in a sport just, like that, with, with your fist and with your dick. Yeah, Correct. yeah, you're not getting paid by the hour. Mm-hmm. So no, and and what's crazy about him, you know, they like they say he's got that kiss of death in his left hand. Um, you know, start of the second round, one shot might have been all it took. So, so I obviously I didn't watch it. I had to work because my work loves me, and they <laughs> they signed me up for extra duty. Duty. That's funny. Uh, <clears throat> how did he look in the first round, though? Did he was he not good? Did he come to fight? Not good. Uh, no, he came to fight. He definitely had it in him. Uh, he's he just, just you know normally in the first round that's Connor's round. Um, right. You know he wins a stand up in the first round. Normally, you know he's got the energy to you know uh, sprawl and, and and block a few takedowns. He uh, he looked outclassed for the first time I've ever seen him looked outclassed in the first round. Do you think Connor's the, getting the to the point? Because so as I, I'm a I'm a casual MMA fan, right? Um, usually, like guys like Connor, I'm 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 one of those guys that gets drawn in by the big name. Oh yeah. Um, so I've noticed this. You know, MMA is still a fairly young thing. You know, 25 years old. You know. Where right. all, and where it comes to big time and stuff. Do you think Connor's 
starting to get to the point where this next generation coming in is just learning more disciplines and uh you know better at the the the, the training part where the execution <clears throat> yeah the execution where you had you had you take a a, a chuck liddell i was a oh, yeah. big chuck liddell fan but he was Really, he he was going for the knockout. He wasn't a guy that was going to put you put you out with a submission. By the way, he lost the race this weekend. <clears throat> Did so, it, it, you know, and it, he got he got kind of bumped out from that next generation coming up that was more into the submissions and the takedowns and not necessarily the fighting you know, the stand fighting standing up. You oh, think yeah. Connor's kind of in that in that getting into that point where you have this new generation coming up in there? Their 100%. execution is a lot better. Um, just to to throw it out there, the the one thing I hate the most uh, before we get into that, I hate whenever people say, "Oh, he, he won the hundred million dollars against Floyd Mayweather. He lost the world of fight and all that shit." If that's the case, how is Floyd Mayweather fifty now? Because the first time he won his hundred million. Shouldn't he have just been getting smoked by average shows that he's fighting? You know, mm-hmm. so I don't think that the money had a reason to do it. Now, is it drawing him away from everything else? Um, you know, he's got all these different responsibilities, different uh, you know bowls that he puts his time into, and these new guys. I mean, they're fucking hungry. Um, and Dustin's not new by any means, but I mean, he's like is I hate a, the guy. Is this Stephen a Rocky Three year situation? Oh yeah, I mean, oh. but they're. They're just in the in the gym grinding every day, and when you're out on the yacht, you know, and you're you're the yes man, so everybody in your camp's like, "Oh, doing great, champ!" Like, who's in there to say, "Hey, Connor, you're you're slacking on your sprints," you know, you're not doing this. Oh, do you think he cares now? Dollars, so that's how that's how Tyson started losing his shit. Yeah, you know? the, the guy, he got he surrounded himself with a whole bunch of yes men. Yeah, do you think it's because he's already he's already done it? What else does he have to prove? Like, I don't know. Other than the shit that he talks, he doesn't have to prove anything. I mean, he, he's his he's set. His kids are set, and it's like, well, if you're gonna run your fucking mouth, I guess you better back it up. But at the same time, you're still getting paid, and that's to me. That's always been like what he comes down to, and it's always like, you know, hey, you know, I'm gonna talk all this shit. I'm gonna motherfuck you and this and that. I'm gonna be on the yacht. Here's my dick and my pants and yeah, my kid's yeah, birthday. Yeah. Like, we get it. We got it. Cool. But. What else does he have to prove? You know I think I mean? for like guys like that, though, I mean, it's the paid. drive, you know. It's the young the, guys, it's yeah. The passion now, of it. Why is Cowboy Cerrone still fighting? He gets yeah. knocked out by a fucking paper airplane, well, but he well, loves he's it. Not, you know? He's not. He's not. He's not pulling in the crowd that that Connor is. Which, by the way, now, he called my wife went, hot right in front of my face. He did. And I didn't do nothing about it. I bet that's okay. Out, so. That's right. Well, that happens. <laughs> I, I I guess I just look at Connor now more as a businessman than a fighter. Yeah. Which. I can't knock him for because he's he's made more money than I'll ever see in my lifetime. He's done it well, uh, but now it's it's I guess it's kind of to the point where it's getting a bit embarrassing if you're going to start calling people out and he's going to leave yeah. on a stretcher and then you leave on a stretcher. Like no, but eh. Josh, your point. I kind of want to see him fight somebody down in the seven to twelve range just to kind of see you know what his talents are against these new up and comer guys. Um, yeah, just because dude, the talent is just so it just exponentially grows, you know. Mm-hmm. Like Ronda Rousey, it's, she came in there with a, a judo background, an arm bar, and a mean stare down, and would just bulldog people. And for the time, and women's MMA was so it was like in his infancy, that's all he needed. People were freaking shook before they even got in there. I think Connor had such a hype, you know, it got in people's heads. 
they matched him up with the right amount of people or the, you know, the right people. And I think now that he's up at that upper echelon of the 155 pound, uh, I don't know. We'll see. But I'd like to see him drop back down in the 10 and go back up. Yeah. I, I think there is something to like, you know, I go, I go back you know, a lot of things in my life. I always go back to Rocky yeah. as like those instances of like Shout out David Goggins. Yeah. So like, like Rocky three, you know, you get to you got to a point with Rocky that you know he had the he had the money he had the house he had the cars and he lost his hunger. You know, while I know Connor probably has that hunger to keep making money, does he still have that hunger to put people down? But isn't that just like Floyd? Floyd's not here to put people down. He's just but in it for the, different well, sports. Floyd's Floyd's gonna go fucking fifteen rounds every twelve rounds every fucking. Cool. And all I did was fucking hug each other. Not saying that yeah. I could step into the ring, but at the same time, Floyd's just doing it Floyd, for the money. Floyd, Floyd's a defensive fighter, though. Like he, you're not, you're not getting to him. He's has he always been a defensive fighter, though. Oh yeah, yeah, always. Do they? That's why I like watching the, uh, you know, the contender series or the looking for the fights. It's like the college football of fighting. You know, they haven't made the money yet, which. Unfortunately, MMA fighters don't make shit for money, anyways. But you know the the hunger is there, and like watching the the unranked guys trying to get up to the top. And once you get up in the top four, top five, it's like, all right, I just got to hold out and try and get that title shot. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's, it's it's tough to say. I think he's still got the hunger, but I think the money and the lifestyle has definitely changed his maybe training, or I don't know. I don't know how the con- the contracts and the money have changed for like new fighters coming up, but I remember hearing a story from uh, Kurt Angle that I guess back in like two thousand, he when he was leaving WWE, he was approached by Dana White for a a, a contract. Then it was a five fight guarantee, but the money was only like fifty thousand dollars for five fights. Fuck yeah, that ain't worth shit. Man. They think you your your time training, you know, paying your cornerman, paying your which I'm sure you don't pay your gym fees at that level, but yeah, yeah, that's just that's just ridiculous. Well, it had to be good enough for Brock to leave, right? Uh, have you seen a picture of Brock's latest? Uh, I have not. <laughs> he's uh, he's rocking a man bun. Is he? Oh, no. Yes, uh, he is. What about uh, homeboy Mike the Miz? Uh, uh, he's still he's still going strong. Yeah, what about uh, speaking of wrestlers with hair? I just saw a commercial with John Cena in it. He's got a full no. head. Well, that, you know, he had to grow his hair out long because he's getting that little. He's getting that little spot in the oh, right yeah. in the crown there, where it's yeah. he doesn't have anything there anymore. That's where mine starts to come through, but I just shave it all. What are you drinking on there? Check what you got there. Mm, just a little something, something. A little buffalo. I can barely see your a little your, buffalo trace. Your uh, it's coming a little pixelated there. Buffalo trace. I like it. Oh yeah, I had to go I fancy I tried for that the last uh, time. what they say the first video. First one. Uh, you're the you're the levels of now. my fanciness is. Bush, bush light, and oh. when that's done, I'm going natty light. Yeah, I wouldn't. Oh, you got unfortunately the natty light fancy. Blue cans. Uh, see, I can't drink liquor. I can. I just choose not to. I have it downstairs. I actually have some. Uh, our our local DM. That's as that's what we're coining him on the on the podcast. Our local DM, uh, Zach. This is Chuck. Also, we talked about this in the D and uh, podcast. The other one that's running the Gooey Cube uh, campaign, which we haven't finished yet, which we need to get back to, but. Zach actually got me on to bullet bourbon and root beer. And let me tell you, that shit's phenomenal. I actually used to fill uh, this little Yeti glass up with it. You know, thinking I'm a not a degenerate, 
Um, so you know, I would, I would. It's a ten ounce cup, whatever. Just so I'd fill it with a little bit of ice, a little bit of bourbon, a little bit. Of, no, no, because towards the end of the night, it was, it was bourbon was here, and then the bourbon would be here, and then it was bourbon with a splash of pop, and then it just. Well, that's how I married out. the wife. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you've ever had one of Sam's mixed drinks. Oh, I have. Um, one yeah, time. Yeah, somebody gets so mad that I get me. drunk. She sure does try and make me black out every time she pours me one. That'll happen. Uh, well, you're in now. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah. Uh, also, we need to get back to our uh, D&D campaign. Also, Chuck, if you have any wise words for Josh, we're trying to suck oh. him in to our world of nerdum. Play one shot. Play with some friends. Get a little buzz on. Get those creativity juices flowing. And uh, just let it rip. Have a good time. Am I, is this coming through? Am I am I hearing uh, a, a guys we could podcast one shot? Oh, wow. I'm sure we could get our shit. local DM to play that. So uh, we get me, you, Josh, I'm in, I'm in. Ronnie, Zach. Zach DMs it? Alex? Uh, well, maybe. Alex without Amber is what we're going to have to do. She doesn't listen to it, and if she does, that's okay. Oh, I'm sorry, my Amber, headphones cut out. Sorry. I didn't hear that. Yeah, Alex, you're in. Amber, you're not. Sorry. Well, speaking of, Alex, stop trying to get me to commit felonies on Saturday nights. Well, they can't arrest you on Sunday nights. It's the Sabbath. Yeah, mm, that's fair. There's no, it's no fun if there's no risk. Oh, speaking of risk, God, we haven't played that in a while either. It's weird because when summertime, are you gonna finish that fucking board? Listen, I don't want to hear no shit. The goddamn board's done. If we can play with the fucking cards, and I don't have to write out, you know, I have shitty handwriting as it is. Chuck, what's your wife doing? Do you think she could think she could write like real Jarvis? little like? <laughs> Ask what she's doing. See if she can write down like the the names on the risk board. I have it all out. I, I burned oh, yeah. it in there. I have the soldering gun. You mean the uh, wood burner? What's a soldering iron? All right. So- it was it was advertised to me and sold to me as a soldering iron. Gotcha. Uh, but wood burning wood burning gun. Same I have thing. a hell of a soldering kit. Um, I used to stipple my own pistols, which I don't know if you're allowed to say that on yes. podcast nowadays. The p word. But, oh. We All can right. uh, we can do what we want. It's our own podcast, so <laughs> fuck them. As soon as the I'm honey badger gets here, sponsors. I'm just I'm just gonna have the honey badger behind me. Hell yeah. Um, but no, I so I originally so how this whole thing got started. Our, our group chat of risky business uh, came from the idea of having a podcast, and we were going to call it risky business, and we were going to sit around at the cabin and get drunk and play Risk and just record the witty banter and the bullshit that we do. Uh, at that time, everybody was like, nah, fuck that. We don't want to do that. Whatever. It's a good idea. That's right when Drinking Bros podcast started back in the day. You know, Pegging Explained, episode one. Ooh, shout out um, my piazza. Yeah. So after that, we started playing Risk every time we went to the cabin, which you got to get up there. Uh, I have an old Risk board up there. And everybody tends to maybe sometimes get a little liquid on the board, which is cardboard. So, you know, it gets a little little funky in there. I'm like, well, fuck it. I said, maybe I'll get a sheet of plywood, a little piece of it, and I will superimpose it in there, etch it in there with a wood burner. So I don't know what you're going to do. Uh, and then we don't have to worry about it. So I have the whole outline done. I just don't have the country names on there, and it's not painted. Right. Uh, I do not have a steady enough hand. To write the names out, and that's a lot of fucking names that I can't do small lettering on. I don't know how to do it. I don't know Perfect. if I should just. I don't know if I should just paint it and then do like like a traditional risk board and just color match it, or if now, I should just do just the names and fucking 
Do you have access to one of those crickets? Yes. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. Get the cricket, cut out the you know the name of the country, whatever fonts you want. Yeah. Sharpie it on there. Wood burner over top of the sharpie. A little bit of paint inlay. Boom. Now you got a custom board. Can you do that with crickets? Can you make like a like a frame for an inline thingy? You know what I mean? Like a template to like. I don't have. Amber, so Amber has one. Just assume so. their capabilities. I guess. It would make sense to me. That'd be cool. I don't know. Josh, it's getting there. Fuck. You're rushing me. All right? Listen. I, listen, Brandon doesn't want to put risk on, on, the, on the podcast because then we have audio <laughs> evidence. Oh, every board game oh, ever. Brandon's backdoor dealings. Clinton. I don't do any of that shit. We're going to get a new person, Jesus a new person Christ. in here, but he's going to be oh, no. teaching them how here to play comes. risk. And no. teaching him how to do it that no. benefits him. If we're playing oh. anything on the podcast live, it's going to be Catan. Oh, here we go. Uh, Seventy-five percent win record. Josh, no big oh, deal. Here we go. Hey, yeah, you moved big houses, so it's, it's different now. I think you only got two wins at your house, right? Oh, you, you have three. You've got three. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, Josh, have you played Catan? I brought it to the cabin. I thought. No, I haven't. Oh, we never fair. played it though. All right. So the first. Okay. So Chuck, clear your schedule. Uh, AFMF. Alex Fairbaugh's Meat Fest. Fifth annual. We do a live Catan game with with the podcast guests. Five of us. I'm going to stream it. Why not? Let's do it. That'd be cool. Because you're coming down all weekend, right, Josh? Yeah, Josh, you are an avid guy's weekend goer? He's an OG Redwood. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm the uh, OG. Uh, I, I actually... I've yet to make one. And believe it or not, Brandon has yet to let me... Let me live it down. That's yeah, a, it's a real shocker, I know. Uh, let me. Sc- yeah, that's why it's I have a life changing experience. <laughs> Last time I went camp so, with five guys. Ah, no, Josh, that's a whole other podcast. Let, let him know that it's not like partying. Josh has been to house parties that we've thrown before. Cook us, we've thrown at Saturdays. It's not a. It's not a typical Saturday with us. It's it's not a. Just let's get just fucking blitzed and do stupid shit. It's more of like a let's just sit around and drink beer. But right. I know, yeah. It's a, but it's a knowing, knowing type, Chuck, type. Oh, he doesn't like to sit around, so he's going to want to play around. the yard games. He's going to want to go for walks to the creek. He's going to want to play horseshoes, play whatever. You know, we're going to stoke fire. We're going to go get. We're going to go pick up firewood. We're going to bring it back and stack it. And, you know, we're going to cook our food. We're going to shoot dice. And, and it's. I don't know. Is there a spot for me to sling my hammock? There's a lot of stuff that goes on. Yeah, uh, I could very much uh, absolutely just veg out for a weekend. There's a lot of places for you to sling whatever you want. Uh, married with three kids, no slinging. You can change your mind when you get there. We've had that happen. No, I've seen uh, I've seen you in vacation mode, Brandon. Gatlinburg uh, that's a different. Was, that's was a different a, vacation mode. I'm not gonna lie. I did not picture it going so smooth. Uh, now Tyson Styles getting kicked out of Dick's Last Resort at noon. Uh, you so know, that's that's how you, I am at Guys Weekend. That that's ninety percent true because after like one a.m. If you're still awake and I'm that shit faced, I'll just lay in the yard. Right. First off, just, just gonna, a little disclaimer: mm-hmm. if you're gonna work at Dick's Last Resort and get mad at the people that counter rebuttal shit talking, probably shouldn't be the bartender at Dick's Last Resort. All I'm saying. The uh, the OG picture, our first guys weekend. That's when we all got mesothelioma. Who's that baby face guy? Yeah, that was us. That was me, Will, Josh, and Magoo in there living it. You know. That's where the tortilla plate took over, huh? Uh, it was a couple after that, but yeah. But no, it, it uh, vacation went well. I was actually just talking to somebody about that today, about our next vacation in uh, Nashville. 
Ooh, hashtag Weenie in the Ville. The the bachelorette party of the country, I guess, the East Coast. I heard it was excellent. I'm excited for it. I've never been. Time. It, you definitely should come to Cabin. Indian Festival is in August. We're all going up there for a couple days. Yeah, our August. I'm basically booked out until kind of that uh, that national trip. That's going to be our kind of our last hoorah for the year, and then and it's back holiday season kick in. And it's D and D weather, board game. Oh weather. yeah, and that's that's the hardest part about playing D and D in the summer. It's just there's so much shit to do. Right. It's hard to sit down on a nice morning out when it's seventy. Plus the pool's coming two weeks from now. Oh, so that's right. Josh, we might have to do a live podcast from the pool. Oh. Uh, yeah, you're more the show. The show and Shire. Show and Shire. Uh, Shoe and Shire, technically, is how nope, it's pronounced. That's it. Never been that. Uh, that's, that's how it's going. <laughs> I like it. Hell yeah. Well, so uh, what a what other shit happened this weekend? That was just that was the big news. Was Connor? Um, Same. Then I just forgot about everything weekend. else. I, I did a lot of beer. Way yesterday. too much drinking yes. yesterday. It's definitely a bad weekend to be a Barry Weiss. Yeah. See, I'm the type of guy though. Like, I can I can throw down like four or five and be all right and stop and be able to stop. But once I start feeling the yeah. buzz, I can't stop. I did like 27 hours Guilty. in a row, and I said, "Well, Maggie's like, well, I gotta go to a bridal shower." I'm like, "So what are you gonna do?" I'm like, "Well, have a few beers, play some video games." Six hours and 20 beers later, 18 to be exact. Did you ever KFC go out to the garage and, and get the other ones? Uh, that's, that's what I'm drinking right now. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> they're cold. They're good. Uh, we're actually getting ready to play some Battlefield. Uh, I am excited yeah, for it. Chuck, if you're ready. Oh, so uh, one of the things that was uh, announced this weekend was they announced the release date for Season 2 of The Witcher. I've seen that. It's uh, December 12th. And I, I watched, or 17th. 17th? Okay. Yeah. So I watched, they released a trailer for it. Did you watch the first it season? Looks, oh, yes. Chuck, it you watched it, right? Good. I'm about halfway through. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I haven't watched the uh, the preview for it. They did a preview, like a trailer. Yeah, they had dropped the trailer. Yep. Well, okay. So we talked about this earlier. Chuck touched on it. He touched on me one time. Um, I said we're not going to talk picky about blinders. Picky blinders. Touched, uh, touched on you. Touched in you. It was supposed to be smooth up in you. We don't know the rest of that song anyway. Fifteen seconds, right? Either way. Uh, <laughs> so it was supposed to come out. October of this year. Is it coming out October of next year? Have you watched Peaky Blinders yet, Josh? Nope. Ah, you have uh, to do it. And then you'll understand why I asked that guy that one fateful night in Brunstucky, Ohio, whether or not he thought my hat looked gay. Well, what I don't understand is why you talked to him for Listen, 45 minutes in the bathroom. No, no. It wasn't <laughs> that fucking long. Never going to live that down. Uh, Josh, have you seen Stranger Things, speaking of nerd now, and release dates? Yet to be launched. Yeah, uh, my I, my daughter is very upset because she became a big fan of that show. I'm 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 looking forward to it, but I feel like the longer, you know, Netflix is turning into one of those things that you, you they only they're only doing like especially some of their series are only doing like one two seasons and they'll just ties with it. So the longer longer they keep pushing that, I'm wondering if it actually is going to happen. So so am I wrong in understanding that there is a Stranger Things spinoff that's like supposed to be like Goosebumps on crack. I see. I, I read an article and I, I seen a fucking. It had it had to do with people from uh, Stranger Things, and it was a it was a new show on Netflix. Oh man, I thought it, I've not heard anything about that. It had it had to do with something like Are You Afraid of the Dark, or it was 
bed, Bedtime Tales oh. or some shit like that. And it was best show it, in like, the nineties. It, it used it used some of this the people from Stranger Things. I also seen somebody else right. from Stranger Things got a movie deal or a, another TV show deal, and they're growing up. Josh, I think we talked about another podcast. It was a show. So is it is is it created going to be created by the Duffer Brothers? Maybe. Oh, because because they didn't really write Stranger Things either. They it was it was something... rumor has it that they uh, they stole it from a guy they met drunk at a party. Damn, really? That's gonna drive me nuts. Sucks to suck. I guess it was, there was something I just read it the other day. Yeah, whatever. Brandon, that's actually what got me into D anD. D. If you remember at Mark's wedding, yeah, you asked me one question. Yep. Have you watched Stranger Things? Yep. I said, oh, we just binged all three seasons in about seven days. You're like, oh, you know, that's all based off of D and D games. I was like, oh no, there's no way. Yeah, and uh, here we are. About a week later, I was hooked. Now you're uh, you're fucking into it. Yeah, uh, I don't feel bad for getting you into it because I enjoy our time playing D and D, and it's a fucking blast. So I'd like to say I'm sorry, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not mad it's, about it. It's great. I told Maggie the other day. She she was talking about. It. She's like, well, I told somebody you play D and D, and they were like, well, why does he play D and D? What do you do? She's like, well, I play it sometimes. And they're like, well, you're okay with him just going off and playing every Friday night? And she's like, well, yeah, why not? And I'm like, listen, you tell that motherfucker, I could be out whoring around, drinking, doing drugs, hitting on bitches, but instead I'm sitting there getting my nerd you're doing on. all that, but in a D&D campaign. Right. <laughs> I, all right. There's no physical anything. It's just me rolling math rocks. And pretending to take a uh, sous chef into a bathroom and allegedly having his way with the young man. Actually, I I kind of did that in our Hawaii one shot. I uh, I uh, smoothed my way into getting that kind of yeah. We ended up fucking him up, not fucking him, fucking him up. It's it's a great time. It's a great time. Uh, That reminds me. Speaking of D and D, Chuck, have you played any more of Dark Alliance? I know we tried. I'm not. I played that that night with Mm -hmm. me, you, Magoo, and Ronnie. I had a blast. Styles just said he bought it and downloaded it, so he's waiting for a party to play. Excellent with. fucking game. Uh, uh, I have tapped Caddy Bree out at level twenty, going on level twenty-one. I have unlocked the dungeon crawl aspect of the game. Fucking blast! So, anybody that was a fan of the Baldur's Gate or dungeon crawling games that are nerds, sweet. I'm also excited right. to do uh, Flight Simulator back here. I'm gonna get my flight ensemble on. Now, is that only for Series X? No, no it's, it's all Game Pass. All right. It'll be optimized. Well, as soon as we get off here, I'm downloading that. Uh, July Because I've been telling Sam... second is when it comes out. I'm sorry? July 22nd. Okay. Uh, about 20, a month ago, I was telling 27th. her... 27th is the Battlefield Live play with EA. Gotcha. Yeah, I've been saying I want to look into getting my pilot's license for... Not so much now. Because it's a shortage of pilots? age. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That's why that was so funny that that series of memes yeah. came out. Because... Like I said, I, I've been, I've seriously, I could show you my Google history. I don't want to see well, that. some of it. Yeah, I um, <laughs> yeah, I got plans for fifty-five-year-old uh, Chuck. Whenever them kids are out that my house, my brother-in-law went for his pilot's license. Uh, Brett. Oh yeah. yeah I, I don't know if he ever actually competed it or completed it. Um, it's pretty fucking close. Yeah. I don't know. I have to ask him when the when the when the black cloud blows over from recent family events. Yeah, we'll get into that. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm ready to play some video games. Is that a Strike Force shirt? It is. Uh, Show me your boobs, Josh. Get it up there. You drinking shot Stratkas out of a France press? That's uh, that's next. <laughs>
I've got the whole bar lined up with Strike Force right now. Is this is this in your bar area? Is this like when you when you first walk into the bar? Are you in the left corner? I'm in the back corner. As soon as you come down the stairs, right straight away, yeah. right underneath the little window. Okay, so you're so the sliding glass door would be on your left. The bar is to your like eleven o'clock. Mm-hmm. Nice, I fucking like it. All right, let's play some video games. What do you say? All right, I'm in. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. All right, so for our special guest Chuck and for Brandon Parks, I am Josh Tenney. This is the Guys Weekend Podcast. Good night. To the world, motherfuckers. Peace.